I am so excited. I just can't hide it. I know, I know, I know. I want to, or as I want you. Luke Taylor, Cork and Taylor Wine Podcast, back in the home studio. And I am ecstatic, to say the least. We have the first ever Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. And the crowd goes wild. What is the Cork and Taylor Wine Madness? I'm going to tell you about it. We have 22 wines from 22 previous Cork and Taylor Wine guests. They will compete in a single elimination blind tasting tournament bracket. You, the listeners, wine lovers, can participate by filling out a free, let me let me preface this, free, the best four-letter word that starts with F, free, online bracket, uh, online bracket on the Cork and Taylor Wine Madness page, which is at challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com backslash Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. It will be in the show notes or just below. Uh, there'll be links on Instagram, on our uh, profile page, and also on some of our stories and stuff like that. So you can enter this free uh, bracket and you can win some great prizes throughout the tournament. First, second, and third prizes awarded. We have some great partners. We got Silvador Brands, maybe win some um, some Aragon gas. So you can have gas like me, which could be a good or bad thing. We've got Corvin. They are giving us a fantastic sparkling, excuse me, preservation system. What else? We have Fly With Wine. We had Ron Sharman, um, the, the, the owner of Fly With Wine. They are going to be giving us some great travel backpacks. Um, you, that have a bladder and stuff like that. Uh, great for concerts, great for picnics, great for traveling. Uh, that's really awesome. Uh, we've got uh, John Miles uh, from uh, Sterlite has uh, provided us with some great decanters uh, from uh, Luigi, I think it's Luigi Bosca. Um, maybe I should probably look that up. But um, And then some of the wineries are giving some great gifts. Uh, we've got... Uh, some of the 22 wineries, uh, sorry, Bromoli Roca is the um, is the stuff we're going to be giving some decanters, some glasses. I don't know why I said Luigi Bosca. I think that's a winery. So uh, thank you to them and thank you for John for providing that. So it's going to be great. And then we're also going to have a consumer tasting on um, March 30th, just ironing out some details. But uh, we've got some great wines. Uh, the entry deadline is, is March 14th at 11.59 p.m. Uh, to for the and the play first games the playing games which we're going to talk about on this little bracketology uh, will be revealed on Wednesday March fifteenth. Remember to go to challenge.com backslash Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. Don't forget also to to uh, subscribe, rate, and review. And big important is is you know comment in the YouTube, but share. The biggest thing is sharing. Wine is such a shareable experience, and so should the Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. Uh, follow us uh, here on YouTube. Subscribe, uh, rate, and review. Uh, Instagram, um, Facebook. I, I like Instagram the best. I think I like pictures. I'm a more visual person. Um, as you could see, I actually shaved and showered today, and I'm, I'm wearing pink, uh, the color of winning. Uh, Tiger wears red uh, on Sundays. Luke Taylor wears pink, uh, fuchsia, whatever you call it. But um, thanks to Silverdor Brands. Just remember to go to uh, Silverdor Brands' uh, webpage, which will be on the bottom. Go to For Your Home. And put in the coupon code Cork and Taylor, and you will receive ten uh, percent off your next order. And uh, this stuff is great. Uh, I use it all the time. It works. 
Um, it's funny. I had a couple podcasts where I told like Carlton McCoy, I told him that I've got gas, uh, and some of the responses and stuff like that. So first place, first place prize. If you uh, enter and win, uh, it's about 1500 bucks. Uh, you get some great stuff, 15, 1600 bucks, about $700 in winery gift cards, tasting for four at Pride Mountain, uh, winery in Napa Spring Mountain. Second pri- place, about 900 bucks. You get a really cool uh, Vin Explore wine and beverage uh, backpack, tasting for four at Peachy Canyon Vineyards in Paso Robles. About 300 bucks in, um, three to 500 bucks in uh, gift cards. Then third place is an Eberly uh, Winer gift pack and a $100 gift card. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Don't forget to uh, to sign up. You can sign up as many as you want and um, follow us. And also, uh, thank you again to Fly With Wine, Corvin, Silverdor Brands. Also, too, if you want to support uh, the podcast, which I appreciate because I love in-person interviews. If anybody knows me, I hate Zoom. I hate um, doing over the phone. Uh, and I and I think the quality shows um, help us get to more great wineries and great uh, wine places. Uh, join our Patreon uh, Cork and Taylor uh, podcast page www.patreon.patreon.com backslash Cork and Taylor. Uh, that would be appreciated. So, without further ado, we are going to announce the uh, the bracket, uh, and it's going to be at challenge.com backslash Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. I got to find it here. We're going to talk about some of the playing games. I think that's um, I think that's really uh, really what I want to hit hard. But uh, twenty two wines. The number one seed was the Keenan two thousand eighteen. Keenan Murnay was the number one seed. The number two seed was the two thousand eighteen Dun Napa Valley Cabernet. So the two bikes, one and two. Uh, the third seed was the two thousand eighteen Corley Reserve Cabernet. Uh, we had Chris Corley on the one the podcast, and then the fourth seed was the two thousand nineteen Dow. Soul of a Lion, which is, uh, I actually was drinking that last night. And uh, it's got a nice velvety texture and color. So uh, those were the top of the, the four seeds. So the we had six play-in games with 22, and I'm really impressed. I want to thank each winery for participating, and I also want to preface, okay? We have six judges. One's ma- Master Psalm, uh, Larry O'Brien. I've got some really great people, whether it's, uh, they're all Psalms, Jim Fink, uh, Michelle, Yolanda, uh, Wes, uh, John Pogamar from Heinen's, who we had on the podcast, and I want to have again because I love the the retail aspect of buying and and what they're looking at. All these wines are excellent, okay. Uh, and there's only one winner, unfortunately. When you do a single elimination head-to-head uh, competition, they don't know what they are. They knew nothing. All they knew it was a red wine, and they had to judge. And I appreciate them all of them for their time. And their energy, and it really went uh, really well. So the six play-in games is first the 2020 Vengay Arsenal Bordeaux blend, which is uh, made by Kirk Vengay. We had him recently on the podcast. Versus a 2019 Rutherford Hill Oakville Merlot. This should be an interesting matchup. I I don't know how one this will go because the Rutherford Hill is is kind of a big but yet elegant. Uh, Merlot, and I mean that's what Rutherf- Rutherford Hill is known for. Uh, in 1976, while the rest of the world was just beginning to take notice of Napa Valley, the founders of Rutherford Hill recognized a unique opportunity. They believed that the climate and soil was similar to Pomerol, and what's in Pomerol and works well and suited to it is Merlot. I love Rutherford Hill because um, I got, I think that's when I started drinking the day I proposed to my wife, and uh, got engaged 
uh, right below Rutherford Hill at uh, Leo Bears du Soleil. Uh, my wife said yes 18 years later, and we just forgot that <laughs> three days ago was one of our anniversaries. We got married twice. Whole legality thing. Um, I love the movie Green Card because of Gerard Depardieu, and uh, I guess I'm a living green card. <clears throat> the funny thing is I'm a citizen now, but a green card, all it is is a strip in the, black, the back that has a green piece. Um, so she, I called her neat and, uh, and I put on the wrong finger, wrong hand, but she said, yes. So, uh, living the dream. If it wasn't for her, the cork and Taylor white mat, wine madness might never happen. I might not be in Akron. Uh, so who knows, but they face the 2020 Vengay Arsenal Bordeaux, uh, proprietary red blend, which is a Bordeaux, um, red blend inspired by the rich history of the left bank of Bordeaux, a very ter- terroir driven, uh, blend. Uh, if I had to choose, uh, oh, and this wine's made by Kirk Van Gay, who is really neat. He called me John. Uh, I should have called him Kevin uh, just to uh, F with him, but I'm, I'm not that type of person. So the winner will take on the 2018 Keenan Murnay. Uh, I'm probably, if I had to pick, if this is a bracketology show, uh, I would have to say I would probably go with Van Gay. And no offense to Rutherford Hill. It's a beautiful wine. I just think the judges are going to pick that one. Okay. Uh, so, but both great wines. Next, next bracket is, or next games is a 2019 Matera Hidden Block Cabernet Napa versus the 2020 Peachy Canyon Divine Cabernet Sauvignon. The Matera means Mother Earth in Latin. It's a beautiful property. Uh, Brian Kunat and his brother started or purchased uh, 50 acres in Oakland District of the Napa Valley in 2007. Winemaker Chelsea Barrett is legendary. We had her on the podcast. She comes from great uh, pedigree. When you look at her grandfather, who's in the Vintner Hall of Fame, her mom, Heidi, and her dad, Bo. I would love to get all four of them on a podcast, even if I got uh, mom and dad or daughter and mom or uh, husband, mom and dad or grandfather and mom. That'd be fun. So let's work on that because I feel like we've had um, everybody uh, from Matera, whether it's uh, Brian Kunat, the owner, the proprietor, Chelsea Barrett, and then Mike Trejo. 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 I liked it. I just betcha. Trejo. Mike Trejo, we had, he was the kind of their first winemaker, and he actually has a wine uh, in this competition. Uh, this, uh, so. Um, the funny story about Matera Hidden Block is uh, Brian Kunat was looking at it, couldn't find the property. I believe it's up in Diamond Mountain. And the uh, owner who was going to sell him grapes said, uh, you've passed it. So he called a Hidden Block because he couldn't find it. Uh, Peachy Canyon, Josh and Jake, uh, we had uh, Be- uh, Beckett are the uh, proprietors. Their dad started Doug. We had a great three-person podcast with them. 357 cases produced, crafted from their best barrels. I always thought Peachy Canyon was known for their uh, Zinfandel. This wine is legit. Uh, very impressed with this. Uh, 81% Cabernet Sauvignon, 12% Malbec, and 7% Syrah. Uh, the Matera Hidden Block Cabernet is 100% um, Cabernet Sauvignon. So we have Nas- Napa versus Paso. And I'm going to be honest, I really imp- was impressed with Peachy Canyon and Matera Hidden Block. But I'm going to have to go with the Matera Hidden Block. So... That's my production uh, predictions, and I could be wrong. I could be right. Uh, what do I know? Um, I mean, let's 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 be honest. What do I know? So next bracket is uh, or next uh, games are an interesting one because I sell both the wines, so I'm gonna piss somebody off. Uh, but I'm just I sometimes you just gotta guess. Oh, and uh, Matera. I don't know if I said this before. Matera and Peachy Cannon play the winner of uh, 2000. Play the winner. 
that is 2019 uh, Dow Soul of Lime. So 2016 Kaluna Estate Cabernet versus the 2019 Mary Hill Serendipity Proprietors Reserve from lovely Columbia Valley in Washington. Uh, Kaluna comes from Chalk Hill in Sonoma. David Jeffrey is the winemaker uh, vintner for this Chalk Hill beauty. 94 points by Jeb, Jeb Denick, Dunick. Maybe if I pronounce his name, he'd say yes to the podcast, uh, to get another podcast. I want to have someone like that. Lisa Prady Brown, Robert Parker, uh, Antonio Galoni, someone. Jeb, Jeb Denick. I think I would. that would be fun to have a, a Raider just to get their side of the story. And it's not like I'm putting them on, uh, on, on the spot. I am going to honestly say that Kaluna is going to be the sleeper of this tournament for me. 47% Cabernet Sauvignon. 28% Cabernet Franc, 13% Merlot, 9% Petit Verdot, and the rest of it is Malbec. This is delicious. The only thing I worry about the judges with, with the Kaluna is um, is it's a pretty big, sophisticated wine, and I'm not downplaying um, the judges, uh, obviously, experience, especially Larry O'Brien, who's a friend and trusted agent of the Cork and Taylor Wine Podcast, and is a freaking master psalm. So, um I just I, I worry about how that's going to do. The 20, 2019 Mary Hill Serendipity Proprietor Red is a red blend comprised of 68% Cabernet Sauvignon, 21% Merlot, 5% Cab Franc, 4% Malbec, and 2% Petit Verdot. It was a 2022 Seattle Wine Award Gold winner, Gold Medal winner. Uh, the winery is owned by Craig and Vicky Luthold. Uh, they started it in their. We had Craig on the podcast, and Richard Bachelor is the um, is the winemaker. And the funny thing is, uh, I can't remember the year. I think it was 2019 in the San Francisco Chronicle uh, Wine International Wine Competition. They're the only winner, only non California winner ever to win Wine of the Year. So this could be a sleeper too. And I don't like this matchup, and I'm kind of pissed off at Challenge about it because. Both these wines could be sleepers for me in this tournament. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm going to say this again because I like saying unfortunately because that's, I feel like the freaking story of my life is I got to pick one and I'm, I'm going to have to pick Kaluna just because I think it might overpower. It's like the big guys down in the paint and basketball. I love basketball. I love wine. Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. So next matchup is a really interesting one. We've got our first 2020 vintage wine. Oh, no, Peach Canyon was. But first 20, no, shit, so was Venge. All right, I'll just shut up there. All right, so we got the 2020 Pride Mountain Cabernet Sauvignon from lovely Spring Mountain. It's kind of a cool winery because it's part Napa and part Sonoma. So I guess you could have your left leg in Napa and your right leg in Sonoma. I'd say something more inappropriate, but we're not going to talk about balls. We're not talking about balls. Uh, it's kind of like Canada. You can be have your left foot in Canada and your right foot in America at the same time. And you don't have to be tall to really spread them out. You just go like this. If you could be like this. Uh, faces the 2019 Eberly Estate Cabernet Sauvignon. Gary Eberly with the freaking singing dogs. I still don't think his freaking dogs sing. But anyway, so the 2020 Pride Mountain Cabernet Sauvignon is 55%, 55% from Napa, 46% from Sonoma, 4,010 cases produced. We had uh, we just were we have Steve Pride actually on the podcast tomorrow. So this wine excludes elegance and inner beauty. It was creamy, silky, ripe berries. It was really pretty. And I'm going to tell you something. 
don't sleep on the 2020 vintages from Napa. If it's producers you like and they're consistent, they are going to be consistent in 2020. Now, there's probably 70% less grapes, but whoever produces stuff, is, is it's going to be fantastic. I've had the Peachy Canyon. I've had the Venge. I've had a whole bunch of Venge's. I had all the Prides 2020. I had um, the Hourglass 2020 um, Blue Line Merlot, which was awesome. Love that wine. Love that wine. So the 2019 Eberly Estate Cabernet Sauvignon is their flagship wine. Had a little light pepper spice to it. Probably like a little bit of Gary uh, Eberly, who is a Penn State ex-football player. I'm going to say one thing. Big up to my guy, Jim Fink. Go blue. Sorry, Gary. Winning 22 points wine enthusiast. And I think it was a seller selection. The winner will play 2018 Dunn Napa Valley Cabernet. And that wine is gorgeous. All these wines are gorgeous. Uh, Mike Dunn, I think I had to twist his arm a little bit to do this. He, uh, What a great dude, and he did it. I don't think he'll ever do it again, uh, but the Dunn is w- the one I worry about because that's one of my favorite wines in the competition, and I'm saying that to say that. I don't sell it, but if I had to choose between Pride and Eberly, I just I don't know if Eberly will have enough to handle Pride just because you got mountain fruit versus uh, floor flute. F- flute. I've never played the flute. Um, no, I, I've never played the flute before, but, uh, I just, I think I'm going to have to go with pride mountain. So they'll play the winner of the 2018 Dunn Napa Valley cap next wines. Uh, we've got two more. The next one is a 2017 Laird Jillian's estate red blend from Napa Valley against the 2020 Austin hope Cabernet Sauvignon, both great people. Um, and had a good time. This one's going to be, uh, you know, I, it's really going to come down to subjectivity and judges. They're going to face the 2017 Mira Oakville Cabernet. So obviously you see a theme. They're kind of big, bold reds. Uh, so Laird uh, is Brian Mox is a winemaker. This is their only uh, non-varietal uh, or it's their only uh, non-single varietal uh, red wine they make. It's 64% Cabernet Sauvignon, 23% Syrah. 9% Merlot, 3% Malbec, and 1% Petit Verdot. Laird is, a, uh, Laird is a family estate through and through. I sell it, started in 1970. They own the most uh, vineyard, uh, planted vineyards in all of Nap. I think about 5%. This is named after their granddaughter, Jillian, <clears throat> which is their flagship, like I said before. And it makes you wonder if this is Ken and his lovely bride's uh, favorite uh, grandchild, Jillian, because none of the other grandkids. I'm not starting stuff. I actually just had dinner with uh, Rebecca and Chris, her husband, and Jillian, and what a great family. Um, so they will face the 2020 Austin Hope Estate Cabernet. It is has a beautiful red hue. It's soft. You see it everywhere. It's uh, Paso Robles through and through. has a tinge of sweetness, but not in a bad way. It's kind of like that brown sugar. Uh, and Austin Hope's a great, a great dude. I mean, that guy is just 24-7. So I'm going to have to go with, ooh, this is kind of a tough one. I'm probably going to have to say the 2017 Laird Estate Jillian's Red Blend. The reason why I say that is Rebecca has not given me any money for the podcast. She's been on the podcast. But the problem is she puts me up when I come to Napa. So um, I have to pick that wine at least against Austin Hope. Sorry, Austin. If you put me up once or twice in Paso, then... I would just flip a coin and heads and tails, but uh, I did not accept any money from any of these um, uh, wineries. Uh, I might add, um, I will take it. I can be bought. It's it's February, March. Wine sales suck. Uh, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, as they say. 
So I'm going to have to go with the Laird Jillian's Red. The last, the last wine in the play-in bracket is a 2018 Chimney Rock Stag Sleep Cabernet. We have yet to have Elizabeth Vienna on the uh, podcast. Uh, we were supposed to have her when I went out, but uh, unfortunately she had some personal stuff come up and hopefully everything's good. But Megan Driscoll from, uh, from uh, Toledo was awesome. And she hooked me up with Michael Cody from uh, Rutherford Hill. So we're going to have Chimney Rock on there. And some of these that are in the in the pot and in the bracket, you'll be seen uh, throughout uh, the next couple weeks and stuff like that. Like Paloma, uh, who else did we have on here? That's uh, Rutherford Hill. Like I said, um, we had Pride. We've had Mary Hill. So yeah, pretty much those two. Oh, and Venge just came out. So. Hopefully next year we have 32. I'd like to get to 32, have a couple more judges. Uh, we've got the consumer tasting at the end of the month in Akron, Ohio. If you live in the Akron area, uh, check on our Instagram page and we'll, we'll throw it out in the podcast when we get some more news about it. So 2018 Chimney Rock Steg Sleep Cabernet Sauvignon, gorgeous wine versus the 2018 Brutico Coro. This is going to be an interesting one. I love the Brutico family. Steve's my guy. Shout out to Steve. Big up uh, from Mendocino. The Coro Red Blend. The Coro is a really interesting uh, concept in Mendocino. It's their signature blends individually crafted in Mendocino County from 100% Mendocino County grapes. Coro named and inspired from the Latin root for chorus. Interesting blends have a chorus or a joining. Um, only 329 cases produced, 64% Zinfandel, 90% Carignan, 9% Syrah, 5% Barbera, 3% Merlot. Wine is solid. They face Stegs Leap uh, Cabernet, established in 1984 on the Silverado uh, Trail, and it's white, and it's kind of like the Spanish Casita looking. I don't know what the hell it is. I've driven past it many times on the Silverado Trail, but I've never been in. It's a blend of 75% Cabernet Sauvignon, 23% Merlot, 1% Petit Verdot, and 1% Cab Franc. This wine is smooth, and it's just full-bodied, tannin structures firm, but very polished. I've always been a big fan of Chimney Rock. Um, so this is going to be tough. And, you know, a Cabernet versus a Zin Red Blend from Mendocino. I that could be it could be an upset. I'm gonna have to go with Chimney Rock. I apologize, Steve, and and your to your uh, two brothers and your family because you're wonderful and I love you. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna have to go with Chimney Rock. I just think Cabernet is king in this tournament. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's true. They face the 2018 Corley Reserve Cabernet, and I think if if Chimney Rock does beat Brutico, that will. Uh, kind of push uh, an interesting um, matchup. Some second round games that we're not going to talk about today. We'll talk about them next week. The 2017 Stone Street Cabernet. This is a beauty from uh, Jess Jackson's, uh, I guess it was, it was like their premier, I think it's highest elevation in Alexander Valley. Very impressed with the wine. Actually, Jess Jackson's middle name was Stone Street. I'm going to change my middle name to Stone Street. Luke Stone Street Taylor, LST. Uh, they face the 2016 Paloma Estate Merlot. That should be an interesting matchup. Uh, Paloma was, uh, we had Sheldon uh, Richards and uh, Caston. I've dealt with him a little bit, and they're just great and um, great wines. And uh, right down the street from um, in between Pride and Keenan. So that was really, uh, really good. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, let's see who else. We've got the. Uh, uh, what else do we have? Another matchup is the 2018 Freemark Abbey Cabernet Sauvignon versus a 2018 Honata Todos. 
So that should be um, an interesting one too. Honada's, I think, another sleeper. I think Honada can do something. But Fremark Abbey is a historic property. It's one that's under the Jackson family wines, just like Stone Street. Larry did get two wines. Larry's been on the podcast multiple times. And after the uh, we did the tasting um, with him and the five other judges, he says, I want more next year. I said, well, you got to be on the more podcast mice. He's like, okay. So he'll probably get a couple more. And you know what I love about Larry is he's fair. Uh, I will tell you uh, from experiences with him and then this experience he, it is what it is. He says it like it is. So um, get, I am inviting you now, okay? Go to challenge.com backslash Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. Click the link below that's going to be in this in this video and sign up. You can win great prizes. I think we have like close to $3,000 uh, in, in prizes from different wineries. Uh, Corvin uh, has stepped up. Fly with Wine. Um, we got um, Silvador Brands. I mean, we've got just some great prizes in all the wineries. We've got some other stuff that's kind of coming uh, coming to fruition too uh, right now, and uh, it's it's going to be great. And we have Baromoli, Barocco doing some uh, things. So get on there. You've got two weeks, two freaking weeks. Tell your friends. It is free, F-R-E-E. Let's say it with me, free. F-R-E-E, the best four-letter word that starts with an F. And my parent and my kids can say it, and there's no repercussions. Uh, just remember to follow, subscribe, rate, and review on all your favorite uh, podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We got a five-star uh, review, and I'm going to um, read it next week. And I thank you to, uh, to the fine lady, and I'm going to talk about her next week a little bit on this podcast because I love her podcast. But we got a five-star review. And what does that do? That puts us to more wine people. The more rate, positive ratings and reviews we get, the more we get out. Whether you like, whether you comment on YouTube, whether you subscribe, it helps us. It's free, just like this uh, this challenge. I thank all the 22 wineries. I hate to pick that there's going to be one winner. But you know what? I didn't pick it. I didn't make it. I didn't pick it. So thank you. Best of luck in the first ever Cork and Taylor Wine Madness. Support all these wineries. They're great people. They're great wines. Uh, all of them were excellent. I appreciate them. And uh, you know what I like saying is Luke Taylor out. Keep drinking the good stuff. 